Welcome back to the Baseball Blue Book Podcast. My name is Eric Wobinaw, the president of the Baseball Blue Book. Are you in the book? The most comprehensive directory since 1909 is now available for download on Google Play and Apple Store. You can also visit us at BaseballBlueBook.com for more information. So make sure you download it today. Costs nothing. It's great to build a profile, add highlights, add your stats for the summer season, uh, and search our comprehensive directory. Find the coach, the program that you are interested in. Before we begin, hit that like button, share, and subscribe. We want to make sure we reach other viewers just like you to get this out. Today's podcast is brought to you by Empowerment Sports Group, a full advisory and consulting firm with over 10 years of experience educating and helping athletes develop within baseball and life. ESG enables athletes to achieve achieve their version of success and positively impact their community. For more information, visit them at ESGSportsGroup.com or on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Joseph Guzman and Michael McGinnis over there, great guys, helped a lot of players. I've had the privilege of having them on a couple podcasts with their players, so we are excited to have them as a sponsor. Today's guest is John Posk, head coach at Wilson College. Hey, John, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing doing great. Uh, here you've got some, uh, some uh, yard work going on at the field today. Yeah, we got uh, a little too much humidity this season, uh, this summer, and uh, getting some work in on uh, on the field, on the infield, and uh, making sure the grass is healthy there before we get going here in the next few weeks. That's great. Well, hey, uh, coming from, uh, we were just talking about this earlier, but coming from kind of the central PA area, beautiful time of the year, uh, falls just about here. Uh, I actually miss it. Moved down south, uh, South Missouri, and we're still in the 90s, and humidity is killing us. So um, I'm jealous. Yeah, we kind of flipped the switch here. Uh, being a guy from you know Maryland, just a little bit south of here, um, you know it's been beautiful though. I mean, I you know one of the things I do love about the Mid Atlantic is the the four seasons as a as a person, but you know as a baseball coach, obviously I will. I will trade in some of those 30 degree, 30 degree days in, uh, in mid to late February. <laughs> yeah. And they always throw a, a nice 50 degree day in there and the baseball guys are always ready to go. And, and you don't yeah, know that the next week you're going to get a foot of snow. So. <laughs> yeah. So we get, we deal with those quite a bit. Here. <laughs> All right. Well, Hey, we're going to get, we're going to get started right away. Appreciate uh, you joining the, the podcast. Uh, and uh, you come from uh, Coach O'Connor actually uh, recommended to have you on, and, and we loved having him on. Um, we always start with kind of the journey. Um, so we'd love to hear. I know you played uh, professional uh, ball uh, back in your day. Uh, so let's start, you know, way back when you first started, kind of caught the bug of baseball and, um, you know, go from there. Yeah, I mean, since uh... – since the day, you know, I picked up, you know, a baseball, it's been kind of my one true love. Um, you know, I did play other sports growing up, but, you know, kind of always mitigated back to, to baseball. Um, you know, which is funny, actually, my mom is the lone girl in a family of five and her four brothers are, were all football players. Um, one of them who actually played in the Reds with, for the Redskins for George Allen. Um, I became a baseball guy and, and, Um, You know, played at DeMatha Catholic High School right outside Washington, D.C., and then graduated from Wilson, uh, excuse me, 
uh, Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina, um, and then played five years of independent league and a little bit of affiliated ball in between there and then um, got into coaching um, after four or five years away from the game. Um, you know, kind of tried to play catch up, you know, with my daughter, uh, missed a lot of time while I was playing and, you know, kind of caught the coaching bug. Coach was Sean at the Matha for a while, uh, took over another high school program, St. Mary's in Annapolis, um, and then took this job here at Wilson and started the program here um, in 2017, 2018. That's... So I'm going on fifth year. Awesome. Now. Awesome. Well, we know we had, you guys had a really good year. Um before we kind of go back and talk about a couple of things in the past, uh, talk about the great, you guys had a really good year, uh, championship game or series. Uh, let's, let's hear it. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I, I, you know, mentioned briefly before, you know, that, um, I started the program from scratch here. Wilson college was an all women's, um, college until 2015. Oh. Uh, so, you know, not, not that long ago did it go co-ed and, um, you know, they added men's sports, obviously, slowly. And I was the first baseball coach here and, you know, had the honor of putting the, the first team on the field there in the 2018, you know, 2019 season. And, um, you know, that was our first normal year, uh, 21 and 13 in year one, uh, lost in the conference semis. Uh, year two, 2020, we were seven and three. Um, you know, and then the shutdown of COVID literally on March 11th, um, 2021, we were 21 and six and got swept in the, uh, conference championship, two games to none. And then last year, unfortunately we won game one in the championship and then lost, uh, to Keystone college who's won 17 in a row, uh, conference titles. Um, so we lost in, in the third game. Um, you know, but ended up 31 and 11 and, um, you know, was, I thought, you know, a, a really great season for our program, um, you know, being one game from the NCAA tournament. So when you have a real, I mean, that's three years of, of pretty good, you know, a pretty good ball. Um, how do you, how do you, as, as a winning coach, cause we all know how to turn, you know, how, what we need to do when we've got a losing records and, and we're, you kind of go back to the drawing board and figure it out. How do you build on on the success that you have and the players that you've got right now? What do, what do you find the, the most successful? Um, you know, I think having the right players is, is probably the easiest answer to that is, um, you know, obviously recruiting for one is, is, you know, the backbone of any program, um, you know, getting the right young men into the program first and foremost, you know, and secondly is the culture. I think that, you know, that the, the team has and that starts the day that you know that these guys step back on campus which was you know 10 days ago for our guys um you know I, I just think you know the leadership qualities of some of your your returning guys we have some guys that are um you know i'm very fortunate to have back that are doing their masters because they do have that COVID year um you know they don't want to repeat that feeling they want a different feeling of you know how we went out last year so um they've been great um, you know, I think sustaining is, is you know, just as a, as a player, um, you know, I just started coaching, you know, less than 15 years ago. So I'm still learning as well. And, and I think, you know, one of the things that I found out is always kind of finding out, you know, what pushes each, you know, 
young man on your team's button? You know, what makes them work harder? What makes them want to be successful? And, you know, it's a little bit more time consuming, but I, I don't really think you could cookie cut, you know, how you coach. I think it's going to be different every year. Um, you know, I also believe it's going to be different with every, every player. Um, you know, so some, some may do well at, you know, you getting in their face and challenging them and where some others may not. And, you know, kind of, kind of need a, a, you know, a hug or, you know, that kind of thing to kind of get back going. So, you know, for me, that's one of the most enjoyable aspects of coaching is, is, you know, dealing with, you know, all the different personalities and what makes, you know, these young men tick and, and, you know, getting them to be successful on the field and then also in the classroom and, you know, in the community and, you know, preparing them for life after, you know, baseball. Yeah. You mentioned getting the right player in. What does the right player mean to you? What What are the, the, the traits that you're really looking for, for for Wilson College? Um, You know, obviously there's a talent, you know, parameter where we're, you know, where we're kind of looking at. But I also think for me, um, you know, being a guy that baseball has just been, you know, basically my livelihood is that, you know, you want to find kids that love, when I say kids, you know, I guess that's, you know, 17 to 18 year olds um, that, you know, that love being on the yeah. field, you know, that, that, that's their, you know, that they kind of enjoy every aspect of what goes on. You know, I kind of try to teach my players that, you know, these two, two and a half hours that we're out here should be an escape you know, from everything else that's going on in the world. And, and, and you know, so, you know, I, I would say for me, and I know this kind of might not be the status quo, it might not be, you know, their 60 times necessarily or their exit velos or, you know, I, lo I love guys that love the game. I love guys that are great teammates. Um, I love guys that are, are you know, want to be here and, and be successful. Um, you know, and, and so for me, I think the love of the game is, is a huge part of, of, how I that's that no that 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 makes a it makes a huge difference um you, you know I didn't we used to call those guys what 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 is the term for baseball guys that that can never leave you know it's gym rat right all right yeah you got baseball rats dirt bags, dirt bags. <laughs> we've got all sorts of, of monikers I'm sure we could use <laughs> we'll um, go with we'll, yeah you know, that's how I was yep. so again I mean I, again, as a player, that I mean, I'm obviously not the biggest guy. I played, you know, 5'10", you know, 5'11 on a good day, 185, 100, you know. So, you know, again, I don't fit the prototype as a player either. And, and you know, hard work and, and love of the game and outworking guys were kind of my ticket to, you know, where I made it. So I, I love those guys too here. Um, so I, I recruit a lot of guys very similar to that. That's, that's great. So you, you – when you said you built the program from scratch, you really built it from scratch. I mean, it went from an all-girls school to, to co-ed. Um, what were the biggest challenges with that, and how did you find the most success in, in getting – I mean, because the whole college had to find, you know, find the, uh, the males to come, but you, had, you, know, you didn't have a big selection when, when, you, when you started. What, what were some of the things that you did? Yeah. So the cool thing was is they did give me a full calendar year um, you know, from the time they hired me to, you know, basically, you know, put a team on the field. So I got an entire summer, um, you know, just to spend basically recruiting at everything that I could possibly be at. Um, and then, you know, once you get the kids to campus, it's, you know, we have a 300 acre campus. It's beautiful. You know, we have, you know, horses on campus. We have a farm on campus. We have a creek on campus. 
um, you know, that our guys can fish in. You know, it's it's beautiful once you get them here. Um, but, you know, just for instance, I'd never heard of Wilson College, obviously, myself. Right. Um, you know, and probably because it was an all-women's college. And, and uh, But I thought just the opportunity to start your own program and, and bring in, you know, your, your the players that you want. You're not inheriting anything from a previous staff. I thought that was a, a unique challenge that, um, you know, I – I took head on and, and really enjoyed the process. There's a, there's a lot of uh, excuses that are already tailored made for a, for, for your situation, right? It doesn't sound like uh, you're an excuse kind of guy. No, I mean, you know, and, and again, I, I kind of laugh now. Our, our athletic director that hired me is now in our physical education department. And, uh, you know, after I was hired and moved up here, some of, you know, between recruiting numbers of where they thought, you know, that we wanted to be the first year to record and what my goals were. I think she thought I was a, a lunatic and, you know, um, you know, and, and we kind of surpassed all of my expectations, even in year one, um, you know, going 21 and 13 and making the conference playoffs yeah. with, you know, five freshmen and, and three, three junior college transfers. So, you know, again, um, it was a, it was an awesome process. You know, it was step one of, you know, the building process. And, you know, it's kind of taken us to where we are today. And, you know, just that, like I said, having those right players have really set the standard for what Wilson College baseball is about. You know, there, there is a lot to be said about loving the, the, the love of the game because you, 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 they don't make excuses either because they love to be there. You know, I, I, I always go back when I have these interviews, I always, it always takes me back to those, the beginnings of your baseball career and, and how much you loved it and running around trying to find enough players to put a team together and, and start playing. And, and it didn't matter if you won or lost, you just wanted to be out there and doing it. And, and I, especially on a team that you're, you're building from scratch, you've got to have those people because you never know what you're going to have, right? There is no, there there's, you have nothing to compare it to, right? It's, no, I mean, like I said, it was a, a new thing for me. I obviously, you know, I coached before at the high school ranks and, you know, so you take the jump from high school to college and itself is a big jump. And then, you know, not knowing truly what, you know, what it will take to win at this level, um, you know, you, you're kind of shooting, shooting yeah. in the dark at, at first. And, um, you know, but I think you go back to, like I said, the establishing of, you know, some leaders from day one that, you know, the study halls, the you know, the team lifting that, you know, is not mandatory at the division three level that is highly suggested obviously. And, and, um, you know, so you just have to, I think, find the right guys and, and, you know, guys that, that believe and have the same outlook that you do on, you know, on how successful we can be just by, you know, just by hard work and, and, you know, kind of outworking our yeah. competition. Well, c congratulations again on, on a, on a phenomenal season. Um, Certainly winning helps recruiting. Um, when, when, you th when you think about the next couple of years, do, are, are you, do you find yourself um, being a Division three, kind of in the, that central to, to south Pennsylvania, are, are a lot of the, 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 the guys that you're looking at, are they, are they around the area or, or are you kind of going as far as, as, as you need to? What, 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 are, what are your, you know, what's going on from that perspective? So um, Maryland is actually my home state. Um, it's where I'm from, where I grew up. 
Um, I coached in both private school leagues uh, when I was there. One is called the WCAC, which is the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference with the, the DeMatha, the St. John's. Uh, then you get into your Northern Virginia schools, Paul VI and Bishop O'Connell. And then my, my head coaching job at St. Mary's is more the Baltimore side. Um, you know, your Calvert Halls, your Archbishop Spalding, Archbishop Curley. So, you know, having coached in that area for so long and growing up yep. there, um, I say that, you know, that is my, my target area usually. Um, you know, there's only four or five Division three schools in Maryland, whereas in Pennsylvania, I think there's 50 or 60. Yep. Um, so it's, you know, for me, it's home. The connections there are great. Um, but I also have been really lucky that a lot of my teammates from my, you know, professional days are now running travel organizations. Okay. So, you know, seven Florida kids on our roster here. Um, you know, one of my teammates from Johnstown, um, he runs a travel organization in Connecticut, sent me a picture this year. Um, we have a Puerto Rican guy. Um, we have an Australian pitcher. Awesome. So, you know, again, I leave no stones unturned on trying to make us a, a – the best program we can be that's great an old teammate from my time actually in the frontier league um was a pitcher in in kalamazoo michigan and um you know just local guy in his community and um came over so it's been like i said it's been a fun thing i don't unfortunately have a ton of connections you know as far as all around the world yeah uh, florida's been really good to us and in maryland and pennsylvania and then we've even got in a you know, some of the Northern Virginia area, um, you know, as well. But I, you know, again, I don't leave any on stone turn when it comes to, to recruiting. I try to get the best guys. And, and yep. you know, the one tough thing is, is getting those Southern guys to come up here and want to, you know, battle the elements, obviously, when they're leaving a, you know, a baseball playing state, you know, yeah. 11, 10, 11 out of the year. Yeah. No, that's that's great. All right. So let's, let's, uh, let's turn the clock back a bit. Let's talk about your professional career. Um, it was, you said five years at the, uh, independent leagues, um, played for a number of teams. Um, what, 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 uh, you know, I, I know things have changed, but there's still a lot of independent leagues out there. There's summer leagues are getting really big from a professional perspective. I think they're pulling up, you know, taking up or picking up a lot of the slack from the minor leagues. So I think the talent is getting, you know, there's there, the talent's always been there. Um, what are some experiences that you had that you loved? Some of the things that uh, that were struggles and, and things that, uh, you know, some players are thinking about going that direction, uh, some things that you might want to uh, encourage them or, or give them some advice. Um, you know, first and foremost, just, you know, for me it was, you know, like I said, I think I started playing, I don't know, at four or five, you know, whatever it was, and, you know, and then at college, um, you know, I kind of wanted to continue, you know, now that I had a degree in my back pocket. So um, I attended some open tryouts, drove myself from South Carolina down and, um, you know, performed well and signed with a team in Richmond, Indiana and the Frontier League. And, um, you know, that began the journey. And, and you know, I, I looked at it this way, at, you know, at 22, when I graduated, you know, if someone was going to pay me, you know, to play baseball for, you know, 30 days a month. You know, I kind of looked at it as a no-brainer. And, um, you know, again, I think, you know, as long as you have, you know, you're still putting a uniform on and, and having an opportunity to go out and perform and then, you know, you you throw in the fans and, 
you know, stuff like that. You know, some of these independent towns that I did play in were, you know, unbelievable places yeah. that had great fans and, and, you know, you know, I went and put decent numbers up my first two years and signed with the Orioles, um, you know, went to spring training, you know, what well worked out underneath at Camden, you know, the off season with a lot of the returning guys and had a very short lived career there and then back to a uh, independent ball. But, you know, like I said, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, yeah. You know, were there some bumps along the road uh, living that lifestyle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, I joke with our guys as, as you know, we're at a Division three school and we're taking chartered buses, um, you know, to every game. I mean, you know, some of the, some of the stories that, you know, I could tell you from my playing days and, you know, 98 through 2002, you know, were, uh, you know, buses with no air conditioning to – you know, 25 grown men with the coaching staff, you know, uh, squeezed in with guys with, you know, pool rafts sleeping in the middle of the aisles to, you know, the $16 a day meal money that we got. You know, it was definitely not a glamorous life. Right. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I got for me, it was a chance to, you know, to complete to compete at a high level and, and you know, just again, you know, to, to continue to play the game that I loved and, and yeah. You know, I think at some point you come to the realization that, you know, I probably could have done it for, you know, a few more years and, and still done it. But, you know, at that point when I retired, I had a two year old and, you know, made a decision to, you know, that, you know, catching up on some lost time, yep. um, you know, as a dad was more important to me than, you know, than continuing. And, you know, my career trajectory at that point, I don't think was going up anymore at 27. So, you know, I, I just kind of made that decision. And, you know, the funny part is, is if somebody would have told me at 45 what I would be doing, you know, coaching, I would have laughed. I had no aspirations to coach. Um, you know, yeah. luckily got asked to realize the impact that you can have on some of these young men's lives yep. and, and, you know, pretty much haven't turned back since then. You know, it's, it is uh... – I think the bug of baseball, you know, I think this has a lot to do with a lot of sports. Um, you know, you always talk about being in the game. You know, you're, you've been in the game for now for, for 30 years, right? 35 years. You never leave it. Yeah, and, yeah exactly. For 40 years. Right. And, and I, I feel the same way, you know, it, it, things didn't work out, you, but things do work out and, 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 and you find, find out what your real passions are and, and what I what I love about you know high school coaches, college coaches, this is not obviously not for everyone, but the primary you know the primary group of, of these coaches are really looking to to help raise young men, and Absolutely. there is a huge responsibility in that. Um, you know, it kind of makes me. I, I I just was chuckling about when you're talking about the buses that you would take. The same thing for me when I was young. You know, when Michael Jordan went to the White Sox and he bought those charter buses for the players. I don't think anybody realized how bad it was even at that level and, and take that times 10 with what it was at independent leagues and, and, and America, I played American Legion, you know, we were, it was bad. And, and kids today, if they complain, you just kind of laugh and, and, and to, to think about what we had to put, put up with. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, again, you know, I wouldn't trade any of it. I mean, you know, I look back at, yep. you know, you know, you said the bus rides or the, you know, some of the flooding locker rooms that we were, or, you know, whatever the case may be. But those are the things, you know what, that I honestly, when people ask me what I miss, I mean, physically, obviously, I, 
can't do what I once did as a player. I can still throw BP and hit bungos and, yep. you know, got a little game left, but at 40, you know, 45, I'm obviously not the player I was then. <laughs> you know, the things that I miss the most are those, those crazy things, yep. though, those bus rides, the, you know, the, the locker room, the eating the hot dogs from the concession stand after the games, you know, I mean, it's, it's trivial, but you know, when you look back on it, the, the friendships and the, yep. you know, you know, the struggle together or, or what kind of bonds you with those guys. And, and, you know, it's, it's a different group every summer for the most part. So, right. uh, you know, some lifelong friends that I gained from it and, and, um, you know, I wouldn't trade any of those days obviously for anything. And, um, you know, like you said, I'll tell you, you know, when you say about finding your calling, um, you know, I obviously, you know, can recall the, you know, the excitement when I did sign my first pro contract and, you know, and I'll tell you a funny story. It actually happened about probably about 30 days ago. Um, you know, being a new program, I'm, I obviously try to get my guys and uh, my players in the best college summer leagues that I can. And, um, you know, we've done really well with that along, you know, luckily with, you know, sending guys to the Cal Ripken league, which is in the DC area. It's yep. an all Batwood league. You know, we have guys in the, We've had guys in the Valley League. We've had uh, we had sent our first one to the Northwoods League this summer. Oh, great! Which is you know the second best rated summer league in the country. Yep. Uh, guys in the Great Lakes League, some in the Carolinas. Uh, long story short, um, one of my converted infielders is now a, was one of our bullpen arms last year. Um, he's a transfer, came in as a utility infielder. Um, you know, told me last year that he could pitch. So we, we kind of threw him um, with some injuries about halfway through the season. Um, and he really blossomed on the mound for us and became one of probably our best reliever. Um, you know, he went to the Cal Ripken League this summer and, you know, made first team all, all league this, for the Ripken League. And um, about four weeks ago, I was out recruiting and got a phone call um, from one of the GMs in the, for Wareham Gateman in the Cape. And um, my player, Jake Whittington, actually ended up finishing in the Cape Cod League. Nice. Um, two weeks of the, of the summer and had two appearances. Um, you know, I think he was one of only three Division three players in the country um, that played in the Cape Cod League. So, wow. you know, kind of funny when I say I had literally had goosebumps from – you know, head to toe when I got that phone call. And it was kind of ironic and funny in the sense that I think I was more happy for him than I was when I signed my contract to play. Um, you know, so how much you talk, you know, you mentioned before of, you know, how much we invest in these these young men. And, yep. and oh, again, you know, I couldn't have been happier for him. And obviously he's, you know, one of my leaders here. Um, you know, he's doing his master's now and, you know, just – you know, how, how far he's come as a player and a young man. And, and, you know, that's where you kind of, you know, I don't think even as a coach is, is, you know, 24 seven as I am, uh, you know, with it is taking a step back and kind of looking at that impact, you know, you can make on these guys. No, that's, it, it is so true. Um, you know, the day-to-day -day grind, you kind of forget what it's all about. And, and when you have, when you step back, you get those phone calls, it's it's how you know it's what it's all about and, and i you know i commend you for that i think that's that is awesome i mean and you and you can also um appreciate that tree behind you is beautiful what a beautiful day um i i was actually looking on google maps and on the pictures and that campus you're right that's that's gorgeous and had the um equi it had the horse it, a lot of horses is that one of the big majors there 
It is. So it's uh, equine studies and nursing are are two of the big majors, you know, hence when it was an all women's college. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I will say that, you know, since I've been here, we've done, you know, a great job as a, as a college. You know, we've added a lot of the new progressive things, um, you know, so our guys, you know, in our in our program, we have it all over the place. We do have some, you know, another big one here is uh, vets. So it's one of the one of the okay. colleges in the that you can become a veterinarian. Yep. Um, so it's, a, again, you know, some unique majors, but, you know, we also offer, you know, your businesses, your accountings, your criminal justice, um, exercise science, you know, with physical, you know, personal training, physical therapy yep. side. Uh, but I do, I, I mean, I'm literally sitting in a chair here on campus right now and, um, you know, it's probably 85 degrees, gorgeous, um, you know, but I love it. Like I said, you know, I wouldn't, you know, being a Maryland guy, I, I do love the four seasons. I, I just, yep. I, at the fourth one, I want to go pretty quickly and in, in December and January and be gone. <laughs> oh, it's a good time to take, it's a good time to reflect. I think, uh, you know, the guys in the South, they never slow down and, and there's a, there's something to be said about uh, taking, you know, taking some time off and, and, and reflecting and, and focusing maybe on some other things. Yeah, absolutely. I will tell you, you know, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. Um, yep. You know, things that's kind of been near and dear to me actually after I stopped playing I went through uh, some panic attacks and you know really wasn't sure what it was obviously at that point and and you live that lifestyle of so fast paced yep things kind of slow down I don't think your body really knows and so I've become a huge advocate for that and and you know a real open door policy with my players or you know any athletes obviously on campus and and um you know obviously at an older age now i've got some more tools in my toolbox yep. and you know tell me about the creek that runs through campus i actually do my meditation down there sometimes well, there you go you know just my 10 to 15 minutes of peace and you know getting away from from everything and putting the phone away yeah. and, and the recruiting away so i try to take that every every time and and you know um i try to even get it you know involved with my players you know we do it before practice now you know, the attention span of an 18 to 22 year old to sit still for, you know, 15 minutes. So we've started with the two minute ones at this point. And, uh, you know, I think we'll work our way up, but I look back at it as, you know, even in my playing career, whether it be, you know, high school, college, um, you know, if I could have learned to maybe control my breathing a little bit better in bigger spots, you know, you know, you watch a lot of games on TV and you'll see a lot of the big league guys, you know, whether it's the pitcher yeah. or, you know, or the guy at the plate, you know, doing some deep breaths and how much it really slows the game down. So, um, you know, again, I think that's just an added bonus, like you said, of, you know, the big picture of me being a collegiate coach is, you know, again, you know, with COVID the last two years, these kids have gone through a whirlwind and, um, you know, giving them some tools that maybe help out with or, or just having another adult that they can have some, you know, conversations with. Yep. Um, you know, of, of being uncomfortable and, and it's okay. That's what I tell them. It's okay not to be okay all the time. Yep. Yep. So, you know, I, I love that. And like I said, that's the, you know, the pride I take in, in you know, having honestly the honor of, of coaching, you know, college level kids. I think that's great. Hey, coach, this is a good time to kind of wrap it up. I appreciate uh, the opportunity to, to really get to know you. This has been, this has been a really good interview. Um, I, I appreciate uh, you reaching out and, and uh, being able to do this. Um, you know, is there, I, I always kind of finish the, the, the podcast with kind of shout outs or, or anybody that, um, you know, maybe in your life that, uh, really helped you kind of 
get to where you are now, um, and, and this is a, a great opportunity for you to maybe say, hey, thanks, and, and we, I really appreciate it. Yeah, more than you know. I mean, I've, honestly, I've done quite a few of these and never had that opportunity. But, you know, um, a few people, off the, you know, that are major influences in my life are, you know, my mom, my dad, and my stepdad. I lost my dad three years ago to cancer, um, you know, at a young age. Um, you know, my daughter who, um, you know, my parents obviously for instilling in me some, some great values and, and raising me the right way. Um, I've tried to translate that into being a father myself. Um, you know, my daughter's a division three volleyball coach. Oh, uh, she literally just finished playing 14 months ago and is now the new head coach at the program she played at. Awesome. Uh, she's, you know, she's been a huge part of this for me as well. Um, and then, you know, newly married again. Um, so, you know, my wife and my two stepdaughters, uh, you know, are, are all, you know, the, the, you know, kind of the coach pass team, you know, from my parents, you know, my mom, my dad, my stepdad, my daughter, my wife and my two stepdaughters, you know, have been been unbelievable, um, you know, a support system for me. So I love them all to death and can't thank them enough for for you know, being there for, for me along this ride. I think that, 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 that's fantastic. Coach, this has been an honor. It's been a lot of, lot of fun. Uh, really appreciate it. And uh, good luck with everything. Have a great uh, off season. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll be cheering for you for next year. We, want, we need the championship at Wilson College, right? Sure, we're going to do our best to get it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Have a great one. Thank you so much for having me. Yep, there. no problem. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate uh, you guys joining us today. Uh, make sure that you like, uh, share, and subscribe to our channel. And we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you.